You are listening to the Musician Today weekly podcast with Vera Bermenko. Tune in for your insight into a professional musician's life and awesome new music. And welcome to Musician Today podcast, where we love to bring you the most amazing artists from around the world, people, bands, anyone that is very, really, really, really good at making their music. And we want to also share their story with you so they too can inspire you to pursue your true calling. And today we have an awesome band titled Gentry Blue. And this is actually a follow-up with one of our artists, Lydia, the violin dragoness. <laughs> We've had Lydia on the show past year. I think it's been a year. Wow. It's been almost a year. <laughs> Time flies. <laughs> so anyway, today we also have Travis, Debo, and Joe, and they too will share their stories with you. So Gentry Blue is a psychedelic hard rock band formed in Nashville, Tennessee in the late 2018. Uh, composed of Lydia Gentry in vocals and electric violinist, Travis Fairley on guitar, Joe Jeffries on bass, I hope I said it right. <laughs> I have a thing with names anyway, so there we go. And Brand Brendan DeBonis on drums. Yay, we got it. They're best described as Rush and Janis Joplin meets Lindsay Sterling. Gentry Blue is prepared to blow their audience away with their raw sound and take no prisoners. They recently dropped, they recently dropped their single, uh, What Lies on the Other Side, which we get to hear today, so stay tuned. And it's a lyrical sonic space-themed adventure of an identity crisis cut from their upcoming debut EP. So there is an EP in the works, guys, so definitely follow them. Again, you can check out the band on social media, on Instagram, at Gentry Blue Band, on Facebook, at Gentry, Gentry Band Rocks. <laughs> Swelling my words, as always. And you can always find Lydia at Lydia, G uh, Lydia Gentry, her website. Yes, it's violindragoness.com, I'm sorry. <laughs> Here we go. And yes, as well, you can follow every band member on their Instagram. So Travis um, on the guitar, a Travis Farley, Debo on drums at Debo.music, Joe, the bassist on Joe Jeffries does music. <laughs> Joe Jeffries does music. I got, I'm sorry. <laughs> Here we go. You know what? I think it'd be best if you guys just tell us a bit more about yourself. So why don't you introduce your name, what instrument you play, what role you have in the band and yeah so go ahead just very brief yeah Music. 
Um, I'm the newest member. They went through a couple bases before they landed on me. Bases are notoriously flaky. And so they, <laughs> they landed on me. And uh, I'm actually mostly a designer full time, but I love playing wow. music and being with this band. And so, yeah, it's been fun. She's a great artist. Amazing, amazing. Well, I love you guys' music, so definitely you're all you're all great. <laughs> This is working. <laughs> okay, so why don't we hear a bit more about how did you guys form the band? Like, what happened? Whose idea it was, and then like, how did you join in, sort of thing? All right. So the first day of school, my freshman year at Belmont University, my first class, I meet Travis. We all sit right. right next to each other in music theory class. So I then asked him a little bit later, and I said, hey, I'm thinking about making a band. Would you like to join or audition? And he was all about that, so he sent me a bunch of videos, and I was really blown away. So we start jamming with, <laughs> start jamming with a bunch of other people, and about half a year later, we finally get a permanent drummer, which is Vivo, in that February. And then we had Nate Johnson play with us for a bit, and he was doing a good job. But um, he left the band a little while ago on good terms. But we have Joe playing bass uh, a little bit a while ago. I think she joined uh, this February. Yeah, I joined like right before quarantine. Yeah, like literally right before yeah. COVID hit. Yeah. So. Yeah, Travis was originally playing for her like on a solo project. Oh yes. yes. And then that's yes. how we knew her. And, uh, Yes, yeah, we were writing, I was writing some songs, I was trying to get on Rock Showcase at Belmont, the school we go to, yeah. and so I was writing some rock songs, and I got his number from a friend of mine named mm -hmm. Olivia, and then, like, he was like, oh, I need a bassist, and I was like, well, I play bass, and he was like, okay, and then, <laughs> <laughs> right. just everything works out, the thing is, like, at yeah. our school, it's like, you know, friends from friends yeah, and then you connect yeah. with those friends. Yeah. It's so strange. You can throw a rock and hit a musician. I know. Yeah, that's true. It's the same here. So I, I'm still in touch with the people that we formed bands with like decades ago. So it's amazing. Well, nice. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So question, who writes the songs and how do you actually go about creating it together? So is there like a role for each person or you sort of co-write? Um, sometimes like an individual, one of us like writes a song or sometimes we do like kind of co-write stuff. Um, like I know a lot of the songs, like I've kind of written music for and she's done a lot of the lyrics. Um, and there's still, you know, he also has a lot of musical ideas yeah. sometimes. Um, you got you gotta write a song next. Oh yeah. God. <laughs> as as the newest member, she hasn't really written much with us yet, but like she's also a great songwriter, and we're definitely she, she's wonderful. Well, as the newest, like this whole thing is just Lydia's baby, like it's Lydia's <laughs> whole like thing, and so I'm I'm just here, and I'm just like gg gg, like I'm just like having a good time. So I yeah, I try not to like put my hands too much, but I mean I write the bass parts. Nice, amazing. So, do you guys want to listen to the song and then we're going to talk a bit more about how this baby came to be? Let's do it. Okay, so this is a single out of an upcoming EP, What Lies on the Other Side. Here we go, guys.
think I am any Sometimes I feel I can't tell what's real And it shakes me to my core This night is slowly driving me insane And as I sleep, false prophets weep back Into my dreams
the depth of your voice and the lyrics work really well with it. So that's like the first thing that struck me. <laughs> Amazing. So how did this song came to be? Um, did you guys sort of like, yeah, co-write it? And did somebody produce it for you or do you produce your own tracks? Um, so basically, um... <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, about a ten year we were in my philosophy class. And, um, I just kind of wrote a little bit in a notebook of an idea that I had. I forgot what theory we were talking about, but it was kind of a, like almost like an actor who is so far into the role that you forget who you truly are. And mm-hmm. I thought that I was really interesting. So I, exactly, yeah. So I wrote that down. I kind of shelved it in my phone, my my for a little while and then um a year later i was talking to devo and i said hey i didn't really do any co or not co-writes um i didn't write anything this summer and i'm really disappointed by that but i'm really good at lyrics and he said oh well i'm really good at melody so i thought oh well let's co-write something so literally the next day we covered this song and like the main form of it and then we just kind of, what, we all flushed it out together pretty yeah, much. I don't think, I, I think y'all like actually wrote the whole thing. I don't think I heard it. Like, from yeah, they, at least in my, like, kind of thing, they just sent me the song, like, already done. Yeah. And then I just kind of wrote a bass part to go with it. Yeah, because, like, once we, like, once she had joined, we had already, like, been playing shows with it and all. But, oh, that's, that is true. Yeah, so I just kind of watched a YouTube video of them playing and kind of got their vibe, and then I just part for it. Yeah, and Devo with all his songwriting skills took me a long time to learn okay. this song. I asked, <laughs> I, I I asked Devo to send me the chords for this song and there's like <laughs> and, the and there's like eight chords in like every single part. Like it's like verse. It's like and then he'll do like slashes. He's a music theory person and so he'll do like A flat slash G and I'm like it's A flat or is it G? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> But, but yes, I, I obviously figured it out. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we recorded it this February, and um, there's a really cool Facebook group called Yes, or not Yes, Yep, Nashville, which is Young Entertainment Professionals of Nashville. Mm-hmm. And someone who I think had recently moved to Nashville, Tiago Castro, mm-hmm. who has, um, I think his company is Stone Age Recording. He was doing free tracking mm-hmm. for and so we recorded it for free, which was fantastic. And it was wow. in the Exit Blues complex, which was a lot of fun. It was so much fun. It was so cool. Yeah. And then we have a audio engineering friend, Trent Woodman, and he he um he, loved him. he just mastered and edited mixed the whole thing and it sounds fantastic. He's extremely talented. He is. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that's really helpful to have someone produce it who knows what they're doing. I'm in the same boat. Like, I don't have a studio myself. I could probably do like demo tracks, but <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> that's awesome. Very good. So I love it. I love the sound of it. The lyrics are so deep. The The voice is amazing. Like everything is spot on. Like how you guys work together. How do you, how do you rehearse? Um, so like, obviously you rehearse a lot to, to sound together <laughs> on the beat, right? I know how long that takes to do. But so um, how often do you rehearse? Like what do you usually do in rehearsals? Do you go over song ideas? Do you just like practice stuff that you already know? Like, yeah, give us a little bit more of a inside scoop. <laughs> What's your process? Yeah. <laughs> well, in the basement, 
Yeah, it's yeah. it's in this house. We have this basement. It's mm -hmm. a little creepy, but it's great. Great, <laughs> great practice. Very, yeah. very wide open and all. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So we've started practicing twice a week this year, but the last semester we were just kind of doing, I don't know, once a week. Whenever we could. Whenever yeah. we could. Yeah. We're, also, we're also busy. Yeah, we're, just, well, we're all full-time students, so yeah. it's a little hectic. Yeah. Um, what is our process? I don't even know. <laughs> all right, we're playing this. Yeah. Yeah, we just decided we're going to play Hopefully you'll have it down by the time we practice. Yeah, I just kind of show up. I'm like, okay, Lydia, what do you need me to do? And then I do that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, we, we do lots of covers and we'll figure yeah. that out together. Awesome. Um, originals, I don't know. We don't like write too much when we're first. Yeah, not during practice. No. Usually that kind of happens outside. Practice is usually we decide what we're going to go over and we learn mm -hmm. everything separately beforehand and then we come with the learned parts and we put them together. So, like, Beforehand by yourself is when you learn everything, and the practice is just for putting it together, like in a rehearsal space. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Well, it sounds tight. Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess my next question then would be how do you balance your professional career as artists and the schoolwork that you have to do? I know it's a lot of work. I've been there. So what do you do? Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, we're in such an interesting time. It's quarantine, right? So for most people. So what do you normally do? Yeah, when you have like full time classes and you have to do gigs and. Well, right. <laughs> <laughs> too much of an issue this yeah. semester. Yeah. We have one show and I'm going to assume that that's going to be our one show for quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's true. But still, um, I don't know. We just kind of, uh, we're all flexible. We just work with each other's schedules. I mean, we're not like really flexible, but I mean, we're just really patient with each other. I think that's yeah. the they're, they're really good about like my schedule and stuff because I'm a full-time student and I also have an internship and then I usually work as well. And so, <laughs> and so they're like really nice about my schedule because I was kind of nervous to join the band. And I was kind of like their last resort. I was like, if you can find another basis, maybe do. Because I was super worried that my schedule just worked out really well. I love when I Yeah, we really wanted her to join. She just fits with, fits with us so well. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. We, we make it work. We don't sleep. Uh, and it's fine. We make it work. <laughs> That's true. I can hear you. <laughs> okay. So, um, I guess, when did each of you begin a journey to like exploring different musical styles? So we all have school we're, we're taught certain things. So when would you say that you started to establish your own unique styles? And we can all take turns on this one. Like finding your inner voice as an artist. Uh, well, I, you know, I, do guitar pretty much, so I've been working on that for a while. I have another band back home, and you know, it's all classic rock. So, <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, basically how I formed my sound and everything. So, yeah. All right. I, mean, I feel like for me, like, my, pretty much my entire life, I've always just like been naturally wired to enjoy like performing. Like literally, when I was like two years old, I was like strumming an open chord guitar and singing songs that I knew performing for like, you know, my parents and stuffed animals and shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I didn't actually start like playing 
I mean, I took like piano lessons while in elementary school, but nothing really ever came to that. I didn't really start taking any instruments seriously, so I started taking guitar lessons when I was like nine. Um, I started writing songs like in I think late. I got really into songwriting like late elementary, middle school. Started doing like open mic nights and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, started playing drums when I was thirteen. Uh, yeah, and I think a real turning point was when I joined my first band. I think in uh, my freshman year of high school. Um, because that, 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 like, I guess really just kind of showed me that what I enjoy doing most is just, like, actually playing music in a band and, like, you know, especially in a band of people who are, like, you know, best friends with and all is, uh, mm -hmm. really satisfying and, like, you know, writing songs and better. There's really, there's really nothing better than that. <laughs> and so, I've uh, just been enjoying doing that ever since, basically. Uh, I've always liked anything artistic-based. Like, I've just been always a very creative person, I was a very creative kid. I did musical theater since I was like five, and then fifth grade I started being a concert and orchestral percussionist, and then high school I did drumline and uh, all that kind of stuff, and then whenever I was 15 I started doing School of Rock, and I was in their house band, and I toured with them, I did a summer tour with them, and kind of School of Rock really opened up, and I was a lead vocalist and a drummer and a bassist there, and I used, like, I don't know, that kind of really opened up my music taste. A lot of how I discovered my voice was through School Brat, because I think a lot of female vocalists think they need to sound pretty all the time. Like, I need to sound like Judy Garland at all points <laughs> of my life. But I discovered that you could be gritty, and you could be mm -hmm. tough, and you could be a girl with, like, a Joan Jett kind of voice, and that's cool, too. And so I think School of Rock really helped me in my journey, like, as a musician, and that's what I owe a lot of my music, like, taste to journey. Also, my dad, my dad's a huge music nut. Like, I'd be, like, 12, and we'd be in the car, and he'd be like, do you know who this song's by? And he'd be like, no. And he's like, it's Cream. Why don't you know this? I'd be like, I'm 12. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, my dad and School of Rock are probably my two biggest of music influences. Nice. That's great. I totally agree with you in terms of exceeding expectation. Like most people have a preconceived notion of how things should sound and how you should sound based on the way you look or the way you dress. But it's nothing like that. Today, everything is under our fingertips. We can be anyone we want, right? <laughs> great. Thank you, guys. So that makes me think of a funny story. So oh, oh. Joe had a um, audio engineering project from school about last semester. And we did a Rolling Stones song, and I we was, did Gimme Shelter. We did Gimme Shelter. That's what it was. And I played Mick Jagger, so I was singing the Mick Jagger vocals. And she was showing it to someone in her class, and her someone said, "Oh, nice. That was a nice guy who did the vocals." And she said, "No, that's a female." And he didn't believe me. I think that's a guy. And I was like, what? I was there. Two, I know her. Three, stop it. What's happening? Shout out to Juicy Blonde. Yeah, he was like, I don't believe you. And I was like, excuse me? What do you mean? You don't believe me. Oh, nice, uh, nice. I'm sure if you listen to it again, you'd be able to tell more, but I think. <laughs> yeah. We should just we should shame him. <laughs> Let's not shame him. It's a compliment. <laughs> yeah, well, wow, that's great. <laughs> I had a friend. That's amazing. I actually had a friend who whose voice reminds me of yours too, and she was a classical singer, and she could sing a very low tenor. She could sing a very high falsetto. So oftentimes they book her in choirs to sing the tenor part. <laughs> so that happens. Wait fails to impress me. I like, I am in awe over her voice. Every time we rehearse, I'm like, Lydia, oh my God. Yes, I just, I just do what I want. 
Yeah, and it's, it's great. I love it so much. It's so good. I'm so impressed by you. Thank you. That means a lot. Hi. Well, you guys are doing great. And I wanted to ask you more about the challenges in producing music today as artists in 2020. <laughs> so what was the biggest challenge creating and releasing this track? And what do you think that young musicians should be mindful of when they're doing that? Yeah, I mean, too many issues. We, we don't run into that many problems. We're all like really casual. Yeah. Like we put it out. If you listen to it, great. If you yeah. don't, don't. I like that's cool. My my biggest thing is I feel like because of the age we're in right now, digital age. I feel like so many people are like, I want to be an artist, and they're putting out music for themselves and they're self-producing. And that's awesome, and I love that we're in this culture that's so seeped in art, and I absolutely love that as an artist. But then also you have those moments where you're like, everyone's putting out music, and all this mind, mm -hmm. and you like, how yes. is mine important at all? Mm -hmm. and so I feel like that's the biggest thing. Visual artist, or as like a musician, like I feel like both, it's like, oh, everyone's doing art, and that's amazing, but also why am I doing this? Uh, at least for me, that's probably the biggest struggle. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, there's such a high volume of artists out there, which is fantastic, because, mm -hmm. yes, you should do that, absolutely, but I, I think I heard someone describe it as, like, there's so much that it's just hard to sift through lots yeah. of the things, so that's why you have to really, like, market stuff, which is hard, gosh, gosh. which, like, I really don't know that much about it, so I'm just kind of winging it, honestly, <laughs> but... We're learning about it, exactly. We're students, that's our job. Trial and error, you know? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it'd be nice to people and maybe it'll get you somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've gotten a good amount of um, traction traction for this thing, mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. great. It's so. a great song. <laughs> Thanks for making it. I love it. <laughs> I think you just play music and you do what you like and you're a genuine person and you don't step on other people. Like, maybe you won't be like the next rush, but you'll be fine. Yeah, that's yeah. my goal. I just want yeah. to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be, being okay is my bar. Being able you know, to make a living doing what you love, basically. Exactly. 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 That's yes. kind of the bar. Amen. Yeah, it's very hard to make money doing music in the digital age. So have realistic expectations. Yes. You won't be disappointed. Yeah, that's, that's how I feel. That's true. Totally agree. Thank you, guys. That was excellent. Well, now that we're closing in to the end of our show, why don't we play a little game? So right now, we're going to have like 10 rapid fire questions. Some of them will be silly. Some of them will be serious. But you have to answer as quickly as you can. Does anyone want to volunteer to do the first round? Um, I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have Lydia. And I'm going to start the timer, which you won't hear, but it will click 10, 2, 3, 2, 1. And then we have 60 seconds, right? And so as soon as we're starting the time, I'm going to say 3, 2, 1, go. And then basically, as you hear the question, just answer the first thing that comes to your mind, okay? All right. Yay. Here we go. Are you ready? I, I guess I am. Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. 60 seconds on the clock. 2, one, here we go. What was your most memorable performance? Oh, um, for me, solo-wise, I performed at a steampunk festival in, um, in high school twice, so that was very memorable. Awesome. What age did you pick up violin? Violin? Mm -hmm. Oh, um, seventh grade. I was, what, 13? 
wait, 12, 15, around that age, yeah. Okay, how many instruments do you own at home? Um, um, four, I'd say, wait, no, five, five. Okay, acoustic or electric? Electric. Yay, what motivates you, in short? What, what? What motivates you? Oh, oh friends, um, music that I love, Having a good day. Okay. <laughs> Which YouTuber you can't stop watching? What TV YouTuber, show? YouTuber. YouTuber. Um, oh, uh, Michaela Tours. She does really funny tutorials. Oh All right. We ran out of time, but we can still finish those three questions left. <laughs> What's your favorite song to cover? Name three. Oh, what is it? <laughs> I, I can't answer that. <laughs> I, I there are too many, that's okay, no worries. Uh, 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 Lifelike, no, 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 Working Man by Rush. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, name three people you admire. People I admire, um, my, my parents, um, Rush and Lindsay Sermon. Excellent. Dogs or cats? Dogs. All right. <laughs> name three artists that you follow on Instagram. Um, Rush, Lindsay Sterling, and Revolution. Oh. All right, you made it through, but we didn't make it in under a minute, so we don't win a prize. <laughs> Does anyone uh, else want to try? I'll try. Okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. So we'll do the same thing. I'll start the clock. Now I'll say three, two, one, and then you go for it. The questions will be pretty much the same, but I'll just adjust it to your instrument. Okay. <laughs> here we go. Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. What was your most memorable performance? Um, probably, yeah. Uh, when I was a junior in high school and I hosted this thing that raised money for uh, Tourette's syndrome because I have Tourette's syndrome and I was like a house band in that performance. Okay. At what age? Okay. <laughs> what age did you pick up your instrument first? Um, what made you do it? Well, uh, it was just kind of an idea. Like my, like my mom was just like, "Hey, why don't I sign you up for guitar lessons?" And I'm just like, "Oh yeah, sure, I'll do that." And then and I ended up really liking it, and then now I'm majoring in it. Right. <laughs> How many instruments do you own at home? Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> Strum guitar, band guitar, uh, regular acoustic, electric. Uh, well, I have two electrics, and then like a classical, and then drum set, and then did I just say bass? I don't think I did. Wow. So, do you like to play acoustic instruments or electric more? Electric. All right. What sure. motivates you? Um, yes. Friends, family. All uh, right. <laughs> Which YouTuber you can't stop watching? Ah, we ran out of time again. But that's okay. Let's, con let's continue. Let's continue. <laughs> They're big questions. Which YouTuber do you like watching? Uh, Steve Caraberry makes some good videos. All right. Your favorite songs to cover? Name three. Um, well, definitely Working Man by Rush is a really fun one we do. Okay. Um, also, you know, All Along the Watchtower is also a good one, Jimi Hendrix. Um, and then, I, I, I have my own kind of rendition of like a rock version of Can't Feel My Face that I've mm -hmm. been doing for a good number of years, and I love that one. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Name three people that you admire. Um, uh, Jerry Garcia. Uh, Dave Grohl, I guess, uh, and I don't know, Flea. <laughs> <laughs> Dogs or cats? Personally cats. I have a, I have a cat at my, at my house. Uh, all right. So, yeah. All right. Name three artists you follow on Instagram. 
Um, well, also, I guess, revolution. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I guess, I don't know, Red Hot Peppers, Foo Fighters. <laughs> okay, all right. Good job, you guys. We didn't win anything, but that's okay. Does anyone want to try? One more try. Yes. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. So basically, answer as quick as you can. Like it doesn't matter what you say. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Ready? Three, two, one. What was your most memorable performance? House of Blues, Vegas on School of Rock tour. All right. At what age did you pick up the bass? Uh, All right. How many instruments do you own at home? Five. Okay. Um, do you prefer to play in front of people or for yourself? For myself. Okay. What motivates you most? Uh, my creative inspirations and like just the people who inspire me. Okay. Which YouTuber are you like watching? I really like Wisecrack. I like movie philosophy. All right. What's your favorite song to cover? Name three. Uh, California by Joni Mitchell, Paris by Grace Potter, Nocturnals, and Working Man. All right, yeah. name three people you admire. Um, Randy Carlyle, uh, oh god, uh, oh, uh, Freddie Mercury, uh, Robert Plant. Nice. Dogs or cats? Oh, I like all animals equally. What artists do you follow on Instagram? Uh, Brandy Carlyle, uh, Pearl Jam, uh, Girl in Red. All right, we made it on like the last second. Congrats. <laughs> you did it, you did it. And because you made it, you're gonna get this gift in the mail. So you guys can tell me where to ship it. This is my CD. I released it this past December. So it's signed by me, my producer. I love you. You was awesome. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So I'm going to send this to you because I'd love for you guys to listen to it and let me know what you're thinking. So we didn't get to ask Travis. <laughs> Would you still like to take a turn? Yes. Yes? Okay, let's do it. The gift is yours, so the pressure is off. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Ready? Three, two, one. What was your mem memorable performance? Uh, with us, we played it and at the end of last year, and that was a lot of fun. Okay. What age did you pick up your instrument? Uh, ten. Okay. And how many instruments do you own? Like fifteen or so. Cool. Do you like performing in front of audiences or by yourself? In front of people, definitely. Okay. <laughs> what motivates you? Uh. Family and friends and rock and roll. Excellent. <laughs> Woo. Which YouTuber you can't stop watching? I don't watch that much YouTube. So. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Your favorite songs to cover? Name three. Definitely Working Man. <laughs> and I do Stranglehold with my other band back home. That's fun. I love most of that. Let's say working man again. Okay. <laughs> All right. Name three people you admire. <laughs> oh, we ran out of time, but we have two more questions left. So, uh, okay. name three people you admire. Um. Well, for guitar inspirations, Angus Young, Chuck Berry, and Jimi Hendrix. Excellent. Excellent. Dogs or cats? Either. Okay. And um, name three artists that you follow on Instagram or social media in general. Uh -huh. 
I think I follow ACDC. I hope I do. And then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who else do I own? I can't think of who else. Uh, well, Gentry. yeah, Gentry. <laughs> And then Accounts, of course. Pretty reckless. I recently discovered them. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, guys. That was awesome. Hope you had fun. I did. <laughs> All right. So, what we're going to do now is because we're almost at the end, I would like to ask you for one more thing is do you have any advice? And we can take turns again on this. So, do you have any particular advice about finding your voice, about producing your music, about, you know, marketing your music? big big thing that we're all constantly learning right so if we could just go around and you can each tell us what would be your biggest advice for a young musician today work hard and but make sure you still have fun and you know make connections with people and don't just do it for the wrong reasons so yeah <laughs> all right um, try everything. Don't take yourself too seriously. Um, there's one other thing I was going to say. Um, look and ask for help online, in person. You're, yeah, pretty much. Let's keep going. Um, I'd say don't get discouraged. Don't like, you know, get down about like comparing yourself to like others too much. Uh, just, just practice, man. That's what it comes down to. How much time will put into it? Excellent. Uh, I would say just learn how to be content. Practice being content with where you are. Have passion and drive, but be okay with where you are today as a person. Because if you have a foot in the past and a foot in the future, you're pissing on today. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great analogy. Thank you. <laughs> I, yeah, I did not. I did not come up with it. That's a thing that people say. So <laughs> maybe that's my redneck Midwestern miss coming out. <laughs> That's great. That that totally helps. Thank you, guys. Thank you. So uh, thank you for making the time to be here today. I wish you all the success. So please, guys, follow Gentry Blue. And again, you can find us as the band on Instagram.com forward slash Gentry Blue Band. You can find them on Facebook at Gentry Band Rocks. And you can also find Lydia on her website at ViolentDragonist.com and all of her social media at forward slash violent dragoness you can't miss it she's everywhere her music's amazing gentry blue music is amazing stay tuned for the ep i can't wait to get it so let me know when it comes out <laughs> i'm gonna get one for myself <laughs> for sure love it love it love it so thank you guys for being here today so we had travis lydia Debo, sorry for butchering your name earlier, Joe, <laughs> everyone is amazing, so follow them and uh, rewatch the episode, it will soon be shared on social media, I hope you guys enjoy, stay tuned for next week, and thank you all, have a good day, bye! That's all folks, if you like Iron Fiddle songs, download them at irabermanka.com forward slash music, see you next time!